stream recording. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give two shits. Big dog ball talk. Take two, Northwest Division. Hey. Down in the corner, Jordan Flegel. Uh, yeah, we kind of mentioned it in our Pacific Division preview, uh, which was also kind of off the rails, but who gives a <laughs> fuck? Uh, that, that's kind of our brand uh, right now. Uh, yeah. But Matt and I corner Jordan Flegel. Uh, we, we recorded our full Northwest preview, and then there was just a, a fuck up on uh, on the audio, and yeah. there was just nothing My we could fault. do to salvage it, really. So here we are giving our takes for the second time. Hopefully, the uh, second time, the best time. Uh, and if it's I've the third changed time, my mind, you guys... Matt. I've changed mm-hmm. my mind on a lot of my takes. Just so you know, I'm coming in with new ones this time. Lots of fresh. lots of change in the last couple of days. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I can tell you one thing. Uh, if uh, if this doesn't work, we're you guys aren't getting a third request <laughs> preview. So if you're listening to this, things have went well. Yeah. And if you never yeah. hear it, then this is the this is the black box. You guys won't. Uh, this is, won't yeah. be released. You won't be able to access this kind of stuff. Maybe in my memoir, I can release this tape, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. only then. Uh, but as we said, it's the Northwest Division, uh, the second last division preview before the NBA season starts. We're only we're, we're just a week away. It's insane. Yeah, the, yeah. the NBA season's already upon us. Our second season of Big Dog Ball Talk and we're just glad to have everybody here uh to get everything started. That's uh, let's get it with the the team that really wants to do poorly, but uh you know, it might actually be better than they they than they want to be right now. Uh obviously there's still some trades and some moves to be made, but uh the Utah Jazz uh you know, coming yeah. into this right now, Jordan and the one of the biggest things to to note, you know, they've still got Mike Conley, they've still got Jordan Clarkson, uh, you know, Malik Beasley's another guy that could be moved, yeah. Rudy Gay, uh, a lot of these older veterans that could really get help out and be serviceable on a contender, uh, all available. And who knows? Even uh, I think pretty much everyone other than Colin Sexton is kind of up for grabs. Probably not Taylor Horton Tucker or you know uh, Abaji uh, or, or Walker Kessler, or any of these really young guys. Uh, but even yeah, Lori Marnikin, Kelly Olynyk, guys they just got uh, in other trades, they could easily be moved because you know they, they're still serviceable players in the NBA. And these guys want to get wobble for Wembenyama, and I just don't yeah. think right now they're even close to being as bad as the the worst in the worst yeah yeah that's the it's definitely true i think uh you know mike conley uh teams will be able to use like there, there's tons of semi contending teams that would would love a point guard like that but yeah all, all the guys you mentioned they're all going to be for sale uh this is one of those drafts like i, I don't th- i think we talked about it a little bit in our uh unreleased uh version of this app that mm-hmm. that uh that you mentioned before but uh that tape of Wembenyama. Playing against uh, you know the the G League team that that Scoot Henderson was on, like those two guys are uh, uh, insane, like insane prospects. If you get yeah. one of the top two two picks in this draft, and Wembenyama specifically, like we've literally never seen anything like it. Like the way he the way the way he was shooting threes for a guy that size, I, I didn't even really think it was it was possible. Like he uh, the way he the moves out there is yeah, it, it's it's craziness. Uh, and and I, I think you know if if teams were ever justified in just being like embarrassingly bad, uh, you know, to improve your chances uh, of getting this guy, uh, you know, th- this is the year. And I think, uh, I think that's, you know, seeing him now, uh, I was kind of thinking back and I'm like, oh, maybe that's why Danny Ainge <laughs> pulled the trigger on this, you know, Donovan Mitchell and, and Rudy Gobert thing, like even more too. Like he, he, he saw, yeah. maybe he saw this guy coming up and saying, I, I've got to give myself a chance to get him. So yeah, they're not bad enough yet, uh, you know, sort of for where they want to be. Um, so yeah, there, there, there's going to be tons of guys for sale basically until they're all gone. Um, I, I, you know, I think going into the year and, uh, 
you know, outside of that, when it's stripped to kind of the bare bones, uh, you know, they'll, they'll probably still have Sexton, who, who they committed yep. to paying, um, who's they're just going to let go and, and do. And, you know, I think, you know, as, as a 23-year-old guy, they'll they'll maybe see if it's someone they want to keep around or if they just, you know, let play out, you know, the rest of his contract and and move down the line in a few years. Uh, they've, they've got, you know, they've got a few other young guys, um, you know, Nikhil Alexander Walker is another guy that they've picked up and I don't know if they're really going to, you know, ride with him. Uh, you know, he's shown of, a whole lot of nothing. So he, far exactly. Like he's going to have to really turn it around to, to sort of convince the jazz that, you know, that to, to, to keep him on and pay him and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and they've got Walker Kessler, who you know the the, the Timberwolves drafted, and then and then Utah got in the trade, uh, who's projects to be a pretty good big uh, in this league. But you know, I, I think the great white, uh, the great white, the great white hope uh, down there in Utah. Uh, but there's uh, you know there, there's no one on this team right now that's that's you know your foundation, your your piece that you're yeah. gonna say, oh, you know, this is who we're gonna ride out because they're just starting this rebuild. So you know, the uh, again, they're they're gonna want to get down there for Wembenyama. Um, whether they get him or not, that's another story because, you know, we, we know you can, with, with the new kind of draft odds, you can be the absolute worst team in the league. That doesn't guarantee you that you're going to get the top pick. So, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see how they handle it, but yeah, they're, they're right at the beginning of this, this journey. Uh, and it's probably going to be a pretty long one unless you do lock up Wembenyama and, and you've, you've got this kid and, and you're sort of set. Uh, and, and you maybe don't even have to go down in the lottery that many more times. So so we'll see. But there's a lot at stake for uh, the tanking teams like Utah this this season, and they're right there yep. at top of the list. Yep, that's for sure. But, uh, but and, Matt, and, can, can the Utah mm. fans handle another French big man? Or are they going to be happy no. about it? I don't know. Uh, patient uh, negative one, patient <laughs> uh, 0.2. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's – and again, it's, it's as, as you said, kind of like it's with the lottery, you could tank, you could be the worst team of all time and then still end up somehow falling, uh, you know, to yeah. third or fourth there. Uh, so we'll we'll see, you know, how, the, how that all ends up working out for them. Uh, and right now it's, it's pretty crazy because they've already got so many picks. Uh, but after they make all the moves that they're planning on making and, you know, getting as bad as they can get. These picks, it's like it's a king's ransom. They're going to be holding essentially. They're going to have. Yeah. They're going to make the Thunder's rebuild look like it was like a like, like toddler talk. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It was baby shit. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 going to have every pick. They're going to be you know selecting. And again, we said it. Danny Ainge, he knows how to pick them. He's a good drafting mind. Uh, we'll 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 have to wait and see. You know if he's able to keep up. Uh, you know the the repertoire of uh, and the the resume of picking these future all stars. Uh, yeah. You know if if it'll all continue, but. I mean, all signs point towards that it will. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and and yeah, you bring up a good point. Just not even, yeah, the the pick that they'll get because of their position this year, but the ones that they that they already have, like they're gonna have, yeah, that maybe the craziest uh, war chest in all the league. Um, because yeah. I mean, what what was it? It was it was five uh, for Rudy Gobert, was it? Including swaps, whatever it was, it was that crazy number. Maybe it was six. Uh, um, uh, might have and included then, uh, f- it might have been five like four picks plus Walker Kessler kind of right oh fifth. yeah 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 that makes sense and then and then whatever they got for for Donovan Mitchell like um, they're mm-hmm. they're off to the races here with this and uh, like it'll it'll be interesting to see though because like Danny Ainge is an interesting guy uh, as an executive when it comes to trading these like assets that he's built up like for the longest yep. time in Boston he he just kind of rode it out with with those Celtics teams that were kind of knocking on the door, they always had the pieces, you know, famously they, they could have 
maybe put put the best offer on the table for for Kawhi, you know, when he became available, and we'll see yeah. if. We'll see if, uh, you know, w- what they do with, with these picks, if they just kind of ride it out and, and p- want to pick their own guys or if if he's going to, you know, if, if, if Danny's going to do something a little bit different this time and sort of keep an eye, keep his eye out for for stars that he can uh, use the picks to go and get. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I think no matter what, you know, I, I think they're going to hold on to the picks, wait to be b- as bad as possible this year. And then and then, yeah, see if they can get one of those top two guys um, in in a draft that's even apart from those two guys supposed to be really deep like people are projecting this draft yeah. to be quite a good one so i think wherever they land after this draft it'll kind of make it more clear what their future is going to be but but yeah they, they're just you know added to the list of teams yeah like the thunder like those process sixers that are just gonna have a lot of fucking assets to to do crazy shit with and uh you know they're they're, they're inevitably going to be frustrating uh so oh, i'm yeah. excited to see it well, and we'll uh, we'll see how last chance you Utah Jazz. I mean, it's the perfect fit for some of these other guys yeah. that are on here. Tht, this is it, man. You better show yep. you got this real potential that people are uh, are talking about, or if you're going to be a career bench rider. And yep. uh, this is just one of those the the biggest bag fumbles of all time uh, on the part of the Lakers. Always got to throw some Lakers <laughs> trash talk in, even if it's in the Northwest. Uh, but uh, to to move on to the the next team, uh, part of our. Uh, pre, uh, division preview here for the Northwest. Uh, the best division, uh, I, I would say by far, and are the best <laughs> team in the division rather. Uh, yeah. The Denver Nuggets uh, coming in here, uh, obviously one uh, one of the best teams from a year ago, and that was without uh, Jamal Murray, uh, the you know the all all star. I guess he hasn't even made an all star game, uh, but he's one of those guys that you kind of think talent wise, but, but kind of an all star worthy guard. Yeah. Um, and and I think. That's one of those big things that you you go you show that you have a lot of dy- dynamic play, a lot of great other you know role players. But you could tell last year Jokic can't do it all on his own. He couldn't do it all on his own. And uh, with Jamal Murray there, if he can kind of catch some of that fl- that fire that he had in the bubble, and he can play as well as he had, then you know th- this team could be legit. Uh, and, and I mean, top to bottom, you look at it, they should be up there in title contenders for the West. A hundred percent. Yeah. If, if everything comes together for, for these guys, like they're, uh, they're going to be awesome. And I, I, um, like obviously Nuggets fans are going to be, uh, hoping for MPJ to come along too. But I think even mm-hmm. if, even if you just put him aside, like realistically, I don't think you're going to be able to count on him to be out there, um, you know, for, for anything like a full season. And I think, you know, it, it, unless you want to drive yourself crazy, you just think of Michael Porter Jr. as an add-on. Like anything he does as a positive, that's just a plus. But don't expect yeah. anything from him. But, but yeah, like the the combo of of Murray and uh, and Jokic is is just incredible. And that was already it was already incredible a couple years ago. Like you, Jokic has got won two MVPs since then. Uh, Jamal Murray, though he's been sidelined, you know he's he's that much older. Uh, he's going to have that much more experience and and be you know he's he's established himself um, as you know an incredible scoring and and playmaking guard uh, after that bubble uh, performance. Uh, whereas you know starting out he was still trying to prove himself and he was a really young guy. So I think coming into this year they're both going to be you know way more mature, sort of focused on their goal and 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 are going to put together a really good. Uh, year if they can both stay on the floor um mm-hmm. and and you know I, I love the team that they've got around them I love the pickup of Bruce Brown I think he's 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 gonna be great sort of defensively and as a kind of Swiss army knife uh and and you know if he can keep up the good shooting that he showed in in uh, Brooklyn yeah you know yeah. Jokic is gonna find him open for for threes whenever he is open um and then you've got 
pickups like like KCP, I think is a great kind of like adult in the room to, yeah. to to bring over there, like you know, defender and shooter. Again, if, if you're a good shooter, you on on Denver, you should become a great shooter because Jokic is going to find you yeah. open uh, so much of the time. So I think that's great for KCP. Um, and then bringing in you know a veteran guy like Ish Smith, like another ball handler to be that kind of insurance. Um, if if Murray does end up missing time, or if Bone Hi- Bones Highland is kind of inconsistent, you know Ish is going to come in and 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 bring that Ish. Um, and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I I, I love I, I just love the way they've they've filled out their team. And and my my weird take that's uh, kind of probably stupid is I like uh, I like DeAndre Jordan on this team too. A no. little size, even though the he's washed take. completely. The worst take. Of, <laughs> I, I like him, like, man. The complete. He can stand out there. Say. No, yeah, he can stand. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, and again, but, I was a big DeAndre Jordan truther back in the day, and I, I'm oh yeah, the cool Clippers. To, he was my, he was the man. Yeah, I'm cool to say he's dog shit now, and this like <laughs> he again, he should be just done. Like it's don't 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 drag this on like Udonis Haslam. Just end it, end it here. Oh lord. Uh, but but like a guy like him, I really do think you know Zeke Naji, give him those fucking backup big minutes. Develop yeah, he probably him, will. give him some minutes. Uh, even Jeff Green, yeah. you know, still on the roster. Uh, you know, give give some minutes. I don't know, move some guys around. I mean, give like Christian Braun, another shooter. Give him I some. I love birth. Christian Braun. Yeah, I, but yeah. I mean, Jeff Green's a little bit better than DeAndre Jordan. I'm just saying they've got some they've got some nice young pieces here. Uh, obviously, Bones Highland, they're going to keep developing him. Uh, but you know, I w- I would like to see them kind of put those those youthful guys in some big bench roles. Uh, you know, we've seen yeah. teams do it. Uh, contending teams do it. That is. Uh, and, and had a lot of success with that. So I, I would like to see that. And again, it's good for the next couple of years because is this team going to win the championship this year? I mean, it, they would have to have a couple really lucky bounces go their way uh, and then stay completely healthy the whole way through for that to happen. But I mean, it's it's possible. But I think at the end of the day, they don't want to you know take too much time and putting all their eggs in one basket. If they can just go, you know, ride these young guys develop them it's going to be a lot better for them in the future uh so i'm I'm always, I'm always down to roll with these young pups but at the other time you know you you got to think you want those veteran guys that have been there and done that uh that that aren't going to be too shook up in the moment when they get to the playoffs that that i think that's the one thing this team might be missing is like one more true veteran like who's mm-hmm. been through the battles and like knows and can still play like, well, exactly. Yeah. Not just not just someone to, you know, uh, in the style of T-Mac on the Spurs, just, you know, sit on the bench like someone who uh, can come in and exactly kind of get minutes um, and and be a leader out there on the court, because that is the one thing they don't really have is like someone, you know, an NBA champion. KCP obviously is uh, from the bubble year, but he's not quite. Mm-hmm you know, at the caliber of, of the guy, you know, that I'm hypothetically thinking of just, you know, one more guy, like, like we, we see it time and time again, you know, when the Raptors added, uh, um, uh, Marcus Gasol at, at, yep, at yep. the, at the deadline going into their championship season, obviously Gasol hadn't won anything, but, you know, being a, a guy who'd been through so many playoff battles, you know, was tested, not to mention his international experience, like someone like that at a position of need, who's just, uh, a solid veteran who's seen it all. I think that would really, really help this team because because they are kind of all things considered a very young team still, and and oh, they've yeah, got a yeah. lot of up and coming guys. Um, and uh, so yeah, I, I think that would that would really help them. But it, it you know in terms of them coming out and actually having a chance to compete for the title, you know, getting to the finals. Uh, obviously, Murray's got to come back and be fully himself again. You need another awesome season from Jokic. Um, and then, you know, it's it's the X factor of, of Michael Porter Jr. Like if, if he can somehow actually beat the odds and do it and play like a full season, like 70 yeah. plus games or something and and develop, you know, he doesn't even need to develop into like the full top tier potential that people were kind of projecting on him. But like if he could be like 
between 18 and, and 22 points per game, somewhere in there. Um, and, you know, hit, hit hit a good percentage from three and be a guy you can go to at the end of games, um, you know, when you need a tough, like, mid-range bucket or something in the, in the playoffs. Like, if he can somehow make that crazy leap, then then the sky's the limit for the, for the Nuggets because you've got, mm-hmm. like, a three-pronged attack there that's going to be really fucking hard to beat. Like, Murray uh, out there on the perimeter hitting his, you know, step-back threes and, and getting to the rim. Jokic finding all the openings. You know, Aaron Gordon filling in the, the slot. And then, you yeah, if, if, if MPJ can can be that sort of third big time scorer for them, then they're going to be tough to beat. But I think that's, that's going to be a tough ask uh, for him. You know, a guy who's barely been out on the court and dealt with a lot of shit. Um, And yeah, outside of that, I think I I still do think this Nuggets team is going to be really competitive and, and uh, they could surprise some people. I just, I just, without that happening, I don't see them getting all the way to the finals, but you know, they could be right in the mix uh, depending on how well their regular season goes, you know, Getting to the conference finals, something like that. I could, I could see that happening for, for this squad. Yeah, and, and ultimately, yeah, it's just going to come down to health uh, for these guys. Yeah. So, well, you know, we're we're gonna have to wait and see how it's gonna go. But uh, for sure, uh, MPJ gonna be that X factor for this Nuggets team. Uh, uh, ironically, it's gonna ride on his shoulders and his back uh, to carry yeah. the team a little bit at times. <laughs> oh, uh, but that's not the that's not the back that you want to be uh, piggybacking with. Uh, you're gonna go down. Nope. Uh, so uh, you know, hopefully uh, everybody stays uh, healthy out there for the for the Nuggets, and we can really see what this team can uh, can do uh, at, at full strength. Because we've really never seen this squad uh, as good, and we've never seen it healthy. Even when uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I can't think of a time that we've seen Jamal Murray, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, Jokic 100% healthy, all of them. Never. Yeah. No, pretty much never. Maybe for like a week or something. Yeah. But yeah, we, we've never got to see it. And just quickly before we move on, Matt, too, I'm mm-hmm. tempted to say when I look at the age of Jokic, who's 27, and Murray, who's still, what is he? I think he's only like 24. Where is he? No, tw- 25 now, but still like, and then MPJ is 24, you know, not to mention that. Like, I'm tempted to look at those three fucking, you know, main players for this team. And even Aaron Gordon, only 27, just like Jokic, and say, oh, they've got so much time. They, they don't need yeah. to worry about it. Yeah. But- Look at the Celtics. Look at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, last year uh, didn't quite make it. Uh, didn't win the win the chip. Now everything that happened with their head coach. Uh, you know, you go back in history. Even looking at the Thunder, you know, we thought they had tons of time. Windows, championship windows, and windows to be good are never open as long as you think. Yeah. You know, so any possible number of things could go wrong for this team. So, you know. If you're, you know, whoever's running the Nuggets right now, don't don't think that you've got all the time in the world. The clock is still ticking. You got to take advantage of your two-time MVP while he's still that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I just, you know, Fucking be careful in it. thinking you've got all the time in the world because you never do. Rarely, yeah. rarely do you ever, uh, you know, have the time you expect to have. So you got to go for it now. Well, to, to move on to the, the next team uh, that we will be previewing from the Northwest, uh, you you mentioned them there. They've they they're long gone. They're long past the expiration date. the The window is <laughs> shut. It's locked. It's been painted shut. Uh, you know they know how the landlords be. Uh, but it's the Oklahoma City <laughs> Thunder. Uh, and and this is a team that you know we, we, I, I'm I I, I I can tell you one thing. You said you changed some of your takes. Uh, I definitely am not changing my take on this team. Uh, <laughs> I, I infuriating uh watching this team develop and seeing what they're trying to roll out there. Uh, because this team really is good enough to you know potentially make a run at the play-in. Uh, you know I, yeah. I, I, maybe the ten seed. Like and they, no, I know that's not a lofty expectation, but this team is supposed to be dog shit. 
but they've got a great backcourt in SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dortz, one of the, the best like premier 3 yep. and D players in the league. Uh, and then you've got uh, some really great players off the bench in the secondary, you know, Trey Mann, Jalen and Jalen Williams. Uh, and then of course your, your, your boy Pook. Uh, but, uh, and, and who knows? Okay. If, and, and if Chet wasn't out for the year, <laughs> who knows? Like this would be, uh, it would be a frisky team. It would be an interesting team to watch, but uh, right now yeah. they're just kind of, you know, you know that they want to be bad. This is the part that, I'm frustrated with and that I've been voicing that, uh, you know, it's, I don't want to see them be horrible. I want to see them at least try. I want to see them be in that kind of mid tier pack. Like, uh, I don't, I don't want to see, like, even if they miss the plan, I'd rather see them go for it, try and get some experience, try and do something, have some fire, yeah. like, have some pride, uh, instead of just like, unshamefully, uh, just tanking, losing games, not trying to do anything, uh, other than uh, quote unquote, developing your players. When really, I think this is just going to hurt them in the long run because, as you said, championship windows close, uh, you know, at a moment's notice, and also tanks can just turn into tanks and tanks and tanks and rebuild after rebuild, and it never actually goes anywhere. There's uh, like, yeah. get, like uh, look at the Sacramento Kings; they haven't made the playoffs in whatever twenty years, something insane. Like you can't, yeah. you can't say, oh well, if we just keep being bad, eventually our team will be good. That's not going to fucking happen. If you have a lot of injuries, if you don't hit on your picks, it's not going to work. So right now, I need to see something, a signal of. You know them giving a shit, just just li- literally a sign of life. That's all I need to see from the Thunder this year. And if I don't see it, I'm out on them. Yeah, well, it's it's really fucking frustrating that Chet got injured because I think if he if he was in the lineup, kind of like you said, like he he would, you know, really transform their outlook. You know, as a front court player, he'd he'd be you know he'd work really well with with those three Giddy Dort and and SGA, um, and and you'd have yeah you'd have an okay team. And I think. I think if he was ready to go this year, I would have said, do what Detroit is doing and bring in some veterans, try and actually mm-hmm. win, try and use the guys that you've drafted and and go and win. Um, and I, I, yeah, it, it definitely is frustrating that I don't think they're going to do that this year because with, with Chet injured, I, I think that they've made the decision, you know, we're, we're not going to be good enough anyway. So let's just tank for one more year. And it's like, Fuck, like if you if you go down there, let's say best case scenario, you get Wembenyama. Uh, he's 18 years old, and then at that point, by the start of the next season, SGA is already 25. So yeah. you've done this thing where you've prolonged your rebuild so long that your your two of your best guys don't even make sense timeline wise anymore. And SGA would probably get traded at some point. And then what do you do then? Use those picks to pr- get, go down in the lottery again? Like it's 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 really fucking annoying when when teams do this. Um, and specifically when their initial kind of really good young player gets too old to pair with your your new ones mm-hmm, that you've been mm-hmm. getting because you've been doing it for so long. That is like my pet peeve. And it's like, uh, again, I've said it so many times. I know it's fucking scary to be like, okay, that's it. We're going to try and be good now. You you always want to wait one more year because you always think you can get one more good player to to really vaunt you like right away into the 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 mix of like you know a playoff team or a contender but like if you look at those those four guys that they already have Dort Giddy SGA and Chet like if those four were ready to go this year that that, that would be a pretty good team like if you filled out everything else around them you know got a decent bench together like you don't you don't need to keep dipping back into the lottery again and again and again like you you've already done it for long enough yeah, uh, you, you you can go ahead with those four guys. And I understand, you know, the calculation to just give it one more year, you know, because Chet is injured. Um, and, and I get that. That's fine. But like, I don't know. I would even say even without Chet, it's not like, you know, you, you've lost Chet. Chet is still on your roster. So he's going to come back into the fold next year. 
why not mm-hmm. why not do that sort of filling out process right now like uh, yeah like go ahead and 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 sort of move some stuff around get some get a few veterans in there you know try and 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 it doesn't even have to be veterans just get some good players like you've got money to spend just fill out the roster a little bit more um and then try and be as good as you can and then you bring chet back next year like you're probably not going to be that good this year but you'll you, you can be you know better than you have been better than a tanking team and then chet mm-hmm. can come back and and join a team that actually wants to win and then you guys can so- slowly develop and you can get better and you, and you can go like you, you're always going to want to do it for one more year and i know it's tempting with uh with Wembenyama they they're, they're going to want to start wobbling uh you know i i, I get that but like I don't know. Do you, do you, like, even if they were to get him, do you think a, a Chet and Wembenyama front court is the best type of pairing? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's it would an be crazy. Nerd wet dream. It would be crazy, but, but like, I don't know. Like yeah, what, the, their block shots, their block shots, and their three pointers are great. <laughs> I know. Like, but you've kind of already got, you've kind of already got the same type of guy. Like, just roll with Chet for God's sake. You, you, you loved him. Mm-hmm. He was your guy. You got him. Just go with it. Like I, I just, I, I think we've mentioned this before too. I think it's like bad juju to keep doing this. Eventually, it bites you. You've got to like get out before, yep. before you, you, you really fuck yourself up because it's, 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 uh, it's a trap that a lot of teams just don't get out of. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'd love to see them just bite the bullet. You know, fucking just have some balls and just go for it this year. But they're not gonna fucking do it. No, no, they're not going to do it. They're going to they're going to sit on their hands and do fuck all. Uh, and, and when they do that, I really hope that they're going to consider, you know, again, if you want to be bad, but just, again, this makes no sense because the whole point in tanking is building and around the good picks that you make. Yeah. Uh, but if you're if you're not going to use those picks, start trading these guys like SGA is obviously not going to fit their timeline. If this is kind of how they want to run things, it's just not going to work yeah. uh, unless they are expecting him to you know, just magically be the seasoned veteran that understands how to play in big games, even though he's only played in garbage time, shitty games where they're trying to lose. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully if they're going to be bad this year and they're planning on being bad, uh, they move SGA anywhere, just yeah. somewhere so he can play and maybe try and, you know, have a bigger role, have a, have a chance at the playoffs again. Cause I, I, uh, as we said, the first time we recorded this, you know, SGA has literally had uh, a worse and worse season every year. Yeah. And uh, like, like the first year when the, they made their little uh, Cinderella run in the playoffs uh, or to the playoffs, pardon me uh, with uh, Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder. Uh, like that, that was his, the best basketball he was able to witness and the, yeah. the highest level that he was able to get to. Uh, and since then the, the thunder and their, their brass just haven't wanted to support their team or help them even get to any resemblance of a, a playoff matchup. So uh, I'm really hoping yeah. that they're, they're going to smarten up and try and, you know, if, if they're not going to try and do anything this year, if they want to lose, that's fine, but please, please, please just let him go. Maybe even Lou Dort. They got him on a tradable deal. Now uh, I think it would have to be, until about December uh, before they could actually yeah. trade him, though. Uh, so obviously that's that's a bit of a factor. But uh, at the end of the day, some of these guys are are a lot more deserving of uh, what they're getting there in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 on the verge of becoming like a a, a bit of a mess. Like they they mm-hmm. they've held it together all right so far, and I, I haven't I haven't fully got on the train. Like people have been criticizing them for for their rebuild being way too long for like over a year now like when it actually hadn't even been going on for that long but no yeah but even still young but but the people who kind of defended it and said it hasn't been going on that long let him do the thing it 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 is almost going on too long now like those people even those sort of defenders of it have to admit like this that 
you can't have like another couple years of this. It's it's just too much. Like Shea's literally going to be 26, 27 years old. That is not, yeah. that is not, yeah, a, a young guy is sort of just there for the ride of a rebuild. So yeah, I agree. Like if, if you're going to, if you're going to say, you know, we're, we're not ready to do this yet. Uh, you know, we, we were, we're, yeah, going to be sort of as bad as possible. I, I would like to see them explore trading SGA, but I don't think that's the right thing for them to do. I think they should say, you know, someone else can get Victor. Someone else can get Scoot. We're going to roll with the guys that we have. We we can, we, we think that an SGA Chet Holmgren, because I actually think those two together fully realized are awesome. And if you have oh, Giddy yeah. and if you have Giddy and Dort in between, that's, that's, uh, uh, amazing. Like I, I have no issues with how they've done things so far. Um, but like, yeah, it'll, it'll just be so frustrating to never see a fully realized version of their own vision that they had. So yeah. like, like, yeah, fucking hell. Uh, I, I, again, I, it's not going to happen, but w- would love to see them, uh, go that route of just, yeah, f- filling out the team, getting better in little ways and, and trying to be competitive. Um, like I, 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 I don't know. Like, they still could do that. I guess it's possible. I just don't have high hopes. Yeah. Um, but no, no. but uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see with this group. Yeah, well I, I yeah, I wouldn't get our expectations up too high, uh, even though we might want to. But uh, uh another franchise in the uh, the Northwest division that has high hopes, but uh, I'm here to tell them they shouldn't. They I'm telling them they should <laughs> give up, say fuck it, uh, and understand that they uh, are are run by morons, idiots, imbeciles, uh, whatever you want to throw in there. <laughs> Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves giving up a, a an insane, insane haul for a just pure rim protector. Again, one of the best rim protectors, rebounders we've seen in in years. I'll I'll give them that. You know, I'll give, I'll give them the you know, credit where credit's due. But can't defend the perimeter worth a lick. Has zero offensive game at all uh, in, in the Frenchman, <laughs> and now is going to be paired next to the, the another near seven footer. And I just don't understand how that this this combination of Cat and Gobert uh, down low is going to work for the Timberwolves. And also, again, they gave up so much that they're still like their bench is shit. Their roster isn't really that good. Like they're so top heavy. Like yeah. D'Lo isn't. I, I don't really count even D'Lo as being like an all star anymore. Like he's pretty mediocre. Anthony Edwards, you know, the the Ant Man's gonna gonna be interesting, but and we'll get to him a little bit later on. But overall, like this team, I don't really see as being that much better before the go bear trade uh to now uh so i and, and yeah i'm really really questioning the systematic fit with go bear next to cat like in theory you know he's the big body guy and cat playing the four he can stretch the floor out but it doesn't really work when you start rolling you know pick and rolls uh with uh with cat if you're literally just going to take away all of his post scoring ability which he's one of the best in the nba for god's sake yeah. you're just going to make him a corner three point shooter cuz like, <laughs> cuz he's a zero on defense too and yeah. then you got, uh, you know, if you play one small ball lineup, which you're going to play a lot of them, especially in the fourth quarter of games, you're going to, you're either going to have Cat, who's a defensive liability, or Gobert, who can only stand in the paint. Like this, it's just not going to work. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate, I hate, I hate this construction uh, for, for this team. I, I, I hated the move. I, I'm just, I'm reminded right now, Rudy Gobert is being paid $38 million. Uh, which is, uh, which is pretty crazy. I think he's the highest player on, uh, paid player on the team as of right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, like you cannot convince me that somehow this, you know, with everything that they gave up, that they wouldn't have been better off just getting someone like, like Clint Capella or something. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not completely opposed to sliding, uh, you know, cat down to the four and then having a bigger guy play center next to him. But 
I still don't think it's the right move. I think you get like a bigger, um, like defensive minded four to put next to cat, like who can, who can be defend the big centers, uh, in the league mm-hmm. that you come up against. Um, if you have to, and, and, but who can also kind of be versatile enough to switch out onto, to perimeter players. Like, like, um, I, anytime this conversation comes up, like a versatile, like four type defender, I always bring up like OG Ananobi, like someone like that, someone big, um, who can, yep. uh, really lock down old man, PJ Tucker. P, yeah. Guys like that who can sort of defend basically two through five, you know, depending on the matchup and, and, you know, mm-hmm. even Maybe you do give Cat those assignments of the really, really big, tall guys because size-wise, at least Cat can match up with those those guys. If Cat's ever mm-hmm. going to have a, a chance of being a good defender, it's it is in the post. Like maybe you can learn some little tricks of how to you know stay in front of uh, back to the basket centers. Luckily, there's not Figure that many out how to of use them. His big ass body. Well, yeah, exactly. But one thing you're not going to get him to do. There's no way in hell I'll put money on it. Is go out you know on the perimeter and move his feet and try and stay with faster guys. Like look at the fours that uh, look look at the 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 what teams uh like what type of players teams run out at the four these days they're not mm-hmm. they're not Carl Anthony Towns type players that the, the era of you know Kevin Garnett and Chris Bosh uh, as your four that's over it's not 2007 anymore even then those guys could at least kind of move their feet 100% that yeah Towns isn't even that that's being generous comparing him to those guys but like the 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 fours in this league today are fucking Paul George and uh you know mm-hmm. Jason Tatum that's who's that's who's been run out at, at the four and Cat is gonna have absolutely no chance of defending them and then you're just gonna have the situation that you had in Utah where you're you're expecting Rudy Gobert to just cover up every single one of the mistakes that your perimeter defenders makes uh and and in the regular season that's fine he 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 really elevates he's gonna elevate your defense hundred percent but when you get to the playoffs. It's just going to fall apart and you're going to have him out of position, you know, diving across the lane. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's not going to work. I, I, I'm convinced it's not going to work. Yeah. And and uh, like Cat, uh, for all of his limitations, he, his defensive limitations get worse when you play him at the four, at least when he's at the five. 100%. You can kind of you can kind of throw other more athletic guys in there, positions one through four that can kind of fly around and, and cover up for him. But everything's just exacerbated and. And and like you mentioned on offense too, like like uh, you 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 can either do the the um, D'Lo pick and roll with Gobert, which I, is fine. Like I think that'll be, that'll be fine. You know the, the Gobert is a pretty good pick and roll partner. He's a good screener. He rolls hard and he's big, so he can dunk the ball off of alley oops mm-hmm. and stuff. But but then yeah, you've just got your 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 best offensive option and Cat just sitting in the corner. And if you reverse it. You've got Gobert standing down there in the dunker spot, completely clogging the lane, not just for the pick yeah. and roll, but when Anthony Edwards Edwards comes barreling in there, um, you know, it, it, at least in previous iterations of the Timberwolves, you, you can have the paint completely wide open because Cat can spread it out a little bit, but Gobert can't spread it out at all. He's just sitting, he's going to be sitting down there no matter what you do. And uh, it's it's going to fuck with the spacing. It's, it's, it's just, it's just so stupid. And it's such a, it's such yeah. a brand new owners of the Timberwolves trying to make the biggest splash they can kind of dumbass move that doesn't actually make make any sort of basketball sense. And they're lucky that they've got a, a good, you know, a, a coach and Chris Finch that's got a creative mind and can kind of, you know, make the best out of situations because this is going to be a tough one to deal with. And I, I just think it's going to it's going to hinder Anthony Edwards development. It's not going to give Cat the ability to be the best that he can be. 
Um, and then, you know, you, you've still got D'Angelo Russell at the helm of your team. Like, you really think that's going to work? Like, there's, there's mm-hmm. so many, so many things wrong with this, with the construction of this team. And, and n- not to mention that you mortgaged all of your future for a guy who's 30 years old. Like, it's, it's dumb as hell. Yeah. I, 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 I hate it. Yeah, it's, it, I, I, I honestly, and I'll say this right now. I will not, I don't think it's going to happen, but I will not be surprised at all if the Timberwolves miss the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, <laughs> I would not be shocked. I, I'm telling you this now. Like Anthony Edwards is, you know, looking like he's he's going to be a, a really amazing scorer in the league. Like I, I don't think there's really many people who can really guard him. He's kind of a a, a weird in between size. He's got the ups. He can shoot uh, yeah. lights out. Like he he's got potential to be one of the best scorers in the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then possibly who knows? Uh, keep working on the defensive end, and you know, could be a, a, a an all star in no time. Yeah. Um, but again. His fit with D'Angelo Russell in the backcourt, like I just don't, I, I there's a, from top to bottom that I don't think this team is going to work structurally. And if you, like if you look through like the last ten years, there's never been a team that's won the championship that's built like this. So and obviously you know you get your your dynasties here and there with the Warriors and such. Uh, but so that kind of gets in the way. But even then, if you want to look at the the teams that have done the best over time, they are not built like this. Yeah. Even, uh, you know, like maybe in the 70s, this team would work. Uh, <laughs> but even then, like, I, I don't, I, I think they're going to be too slow. They're going to be too big. Uh, like, I, I like my Twin Towers, but this type is not going to work for them. Uh, yeah, so we'll, no. we'll have to, We'll have to wait and see, you know, if the the Timberwolves can live up to any sort of hype. But, uh, yeah, I don't expect them having that much better of a record than they did a season ago uh, this coming year. Um, But the the last team that we're going to be touching on here uh, in the cursed Northwest Division uh, (laughs) is a team that's kind of, you know, I I would say this team is cursed. Maybe this is why this keeps happening (laughs) uh, to us, Jordan. But uh, the the Portland Trailblazers, uh, home of the, the grit and grind, Damian Lillard's, uh, you know, never, <laughs> never, uh, never, never chase a ring. Just embrace the the grind and great uh, embrace the pain. If they, if this team wants to do literally anything, and I'm talking anything, like make the like make the plan ten seed, make the plan ten seed. I'm not talking nine, just yeah. just the ten seed. Yeah, Damian Lillard's gonna have to prove that he's an one, prove he's an NBA seventy five type player. Yeah, uh, and have a, a historically like career year, which at, at his age and you know after some of these injuries now, uh, and how bad he started last year. Also, people forgetting, uh, it's a tall order just to to go on the the record there. Yeah. But, then you got your second best players, Jeremy Grant or Anthony Simons, like Nurkic. Like they, this is not like they're serviceable, decent players. But this is a team that was, you know, not not that long ago in the competing for a championship. They were considered contenders, and they've made moves that hurt their team. They've acquired zero draft picks. Uh, they have no stock. I don't think this team is built for the future. But they just won't let Dame go, and I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Like. You, you have to do something. You either have to go all the like balls to the wall, try and get a superstar early on in the season and see how it goes, uh, or you just let go of Dame and you reset everything because I, I think that the, the championship window has come and gone. Uh, they had plenty of time. Obviously, running into the Warriors uh, dynasty is uh, is tough for any team, but th- this has got to end. I, I'm sick of seeing the Trailblazers try and make this work. It's over, man. Uh, yeah, because you know the best version of this team here is is not even that good. Like e- even if mm-hmm. every single thing went right, if Dame did have that crazy All Star season again, if if somehow you know Yusuf Nurkic got back to being you know a, a really you know great starting center, you know you had Jeremy Grant doing his thing, maybe he takes. Uh, you know, an even bigger step than he, he did in Detroit, and but kind of you know falls back to his more. So 
sort of team friendliness that he had in Denver. Like if he's just the perfect guy next to next to Dame and Anthony Simons and Dame mm-hmm. work really well, all that stuff. They're not. I I I can't even see them winning a first round series. Like the, there's teams that are so much better than them in the West. And like you talk about teams where it makes sense to be bad. These guys should be wobbling for Wembenyama all over the place. They they should be 100%. getting they should be getting they Dame the hell out it. of there. They could do it easily, and and they've already got Shaden Sharp, who they are they were really high on, and got as a guy who a lot of people were sort of unsure about, but who could, if everything went, you know, again talking about everything going right, he could end up being the best player, uh, you know, in this last draft. Like he he's got uh, you know amazing potential, and and you know all the physical gifts. You pair him like with, with a big man like Wembenyama, you've got a great core moving forward, and and actually something to sort of look forward to, but. The longer you keep Dame around, you're just you're just prolonging this at best mediocrity. But again, yeah. that's if everything goes right. Like if if you have any issues at all, like if Dame misses any time, like this team is only slightly better than than they've been the last couple of years. And I, I I just I don't get why they paid Anthony Simons all this money unless they are planning on moving Dame and they're just waiting for the right time because w- we've mm-hmm. seen what this team is like with Dame. Uh, you know, next to a a smaller guard who's not that good on defense, and I would say Simons is probably even worse on defense than CJ from what I've seen. Um, and you know, yeah, I, I yeah. just if you're gonna if you're gonna spend money, do it elsewhere. Like you, you picked up Gary Payton, you know, between him and and maybe Sharp gets a little bit of burn, and you've got Josh Hart. Like that, your your two guard situation is fine. You don't need you didn't need to pay Simons. Um, uh, you know, to to pair next to Dame, I just think it's bad team building, and and you well, know, again, it, it like yeah, it, it's just it, it's not good. They pick up Sharp, who again can't play a lick of defense. Like I don't know what. Well, what we'll see. Thinking. I mean, like, at least he's at least offense. he's tall. At least he's tall. We'll we'll see. Sure, but yeah, yeah I hear but, you. Yeah, it kind of felt like with the Simons, they were just kind of like, oh, you know, he shoots threes, he plays well offensively. Let's just run Dame and CJ. Uh, I know MK two now, and it's it's just not. It didn't work then. Like again, you got to the conference finals once, yeah. and that was a year where the swept. game was playing out of his mind. CJ played out of his mind. Yeah. Like you, you are pretty much again, as you said before, you're looking for the best possible situation that you could ever get out of these guys, and it's it's just frankly is not going to happen. Yeah, uh, these guys aren't going to cut it, and I, I I don't know. You know, we've talked about this even before when we originally recorded this one. Uh, you know, Dame, what does it, like would he want to even leave Portland? Like. Cause he's just he's like brainwashed or something, man. Like he's like a cult follower. I don't know what they've got in the water in Portland, man. But for some reason, like he just doesn't want to leave. Like I I don't think like it's been like five years uh, since I think people kind of came around to the fact that you know Dame deserves a little better. He he could move on and find you know yeah. literally any sort of resemblance of a contender or a competent franchise anywhere else uh, and just go for it. But now like the market for like all star guards pretty low like every yeah. team that's kind of contending ha- is happy with them yeah uh, and then you know it's it just i don't think there's going to be any good trades for them so it's kind of right now like portland might not want to make the move because it's not going to be the return they want and then they're going to be screwed like it's i'm i'm pretty much like my 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 tolerance with the trailblazers are are so low and i just i i'm almost mad at them for wasting uh you know what they like they could have done team wise what they could have done for dame the whole whole shebang of bang has been horrible yeah. uh, start to finish. And like the Trailblazers have really got to look at themselves and be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 again, uh, all this stuff we we talked about in our uh, dead episode that will never air. But they've got, uh, you know, 
weird stuff going on top to bottom in the organization. There's the whole ownership thing with, you know, Jody mm-hmm. Allen, uh, who's going to sell at some point, but, you know, we're not sure. And, you know, how does the how does the Dame situation play into that? Like if, if they had a new ownership in there with new management, would, would they get him out of there right away? Like, I, I don't know what would they where, embrace the grind where. Yeah, I don't know where like the loyalties are, you know, with that. Um, and like you can really make the argument that you'd rather be in a situation like like OKC that we just talked about or like any of these other teams that are, you know, on paper worse than the Blazers this year, but who at least have some sort of, you know, hope uh, towards the future. Like like I, I just sure they, you got draft capital. Yeah. And, and this team like uh, it's just e- even even, you know, the return that they got back for CJ, like what is even still there from that? Like, I don't even remember mm-hmm. what that deal was. I think Josh Hart was part of that. I don't know what, yep. I don't know what picks they have because of that, but I know it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't this awesome haul. And, you know, I can only like, uh, yeah, I, I just, I just don't know where they're going. And uh, I, I'm not, it, 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 like you're talking about like five, it's not five years ago. If this was, if this was Dame at, at 26 and he had this type of team around him, I'd be like, Oh, this is great. You know, we'll, we'll, they'll, they'll get the most out of it. We'll see. We'll see how they do. They can always get better in mm-hmm. these sort of different ways. But like, I'm I'm so not looking forward to them having like a a win total in the 40s and and just scraping into the playoffs. Like, it's not going to be fun. I, I'm over it. Um, and I yeah. think that's that's the ceiling for this team. So yeah, I, I don't know. And the other thing, again, I'm not in the front office. I don't know what the conversations have been. Maybe they have gone all out to get a star, but. If you are set on keeping Dame, you better have fucking done that. You better have done everything yeah, you possibly 100%. can to pair him up with with the best possible player. Because if you didn't or you held back or didn't do something because you were protecting your franchise sort of for the future, you, you've straight up, you've failed miserably. Uh, you, you've got nothing mm-hmm. going on. So lean in really hard one way or the other, uh, or you're just going to, you're just going to stay lame uh unfortunately so yeah i have unless unless they really you know do a 180 really change it up here they just roll into this season with this no 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 further moves for a really good player and and no plans to trade dame uh i i might you know the the blazers might take the mantle of the kings from last season we might have to shun them we might not have to just not mention their name yeah, I'm I'm cool to shun the Trailblazers. Fuck the Trailblazers. Uh, okay, cool. And uh, I think that's kind of the that's kind of the way to go right well, now. Well, I have unless one team we, every we year. See a move. Uh, yeah, yeah. So unless we see a move from uh, this team within the first month, let's give them a. T- uh, this is yeah, a hostage yeah. situation. We've given you the deadline. Yeah. Uh, you know, you better move Dame, or it's kind of reverse hostage. We're negotiating for the hostage. And Matt, and Matt, I know we have we I know we have a listener who's a pretty big Trailblazers fan. So you know, yep, in, in their yep. interest. We're gonna need we're gonna need you guys over there in Portland to to do something here because we're gonna have uh, an angry listener on our hands. We're gonna send a delegate over, yeah, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, Schmo is able to uh, go in there and uh, <laughs> and help out and uh, you know really really put uh, put some boots to asses and yeah. uh, we we can get this team figured out. Um, but that's it for the the cursed division that is the Northwest. Uh, it almost happened Let's see again. See if this actually, audio works. We, yeah, as we recorded this, uh, my, my I had audio issues. Everything's just <laughs> shitting out for us. So this is the fucking one. If it, you guys are listening to this, we tried. We did everything we could. So we <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Uh, and and if you did enjoy it, follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. It would really mean a lot to us. Helps us out. Helps us grow. Helps us uh, bring you guys even better and bigger content. So be sure to check us out: uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the hell at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, and we're gonna be back 
for the final division preview before our season premiere preview uh, that's, that's coming this Friday uh, where we tackle the Southwest division. So yeah. uh, don't miss that one. Uh, we're going to Texas. Everything's bigger there, baby. Uh, but it's Matt Acorn with Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, I'm not superstitious, Matt, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. But but I'm a little stitious. Um and Trust me, you, I'm a big stitious right I, now with I, this fucking division, man. I kind of I kinda of wanna put a, a horde of locusts, a curse on every one of these franchises. I want them all I want these to be the bottom five teams in the league. God, I, you know what? I, I hope this I hope this audio does get recorded. But you know, th- there was this map, but also I, I, I had a fantasy draft yesterday. I picked oh Lamelo I picked Lamello ball and I was like, God, I, oh, I hope everything no. works out. And you know, the news today that he might miss time at the beginning of the year. I, I don't know. I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's a curse going around, um, you know, to both of us, Matt. Just watch your step, Jordan, okay? this happened last year. This is trippy. We <laughs> literally had a curse last year, beginning of the season. Oh, my God. Right? right first, first week or so into it. It didn't hit us this early, but it's back. There's something about the month, uh, something about fall. I don't know. Yeah, but, no, uh, it's the spookies. Uh, Alex, can you get no. your mom to, you know, do a little ritual or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we got to figure this out, but I, I'm scared, Matt. <laughs>